0: Marky and I are having a really good laugh at how real her smile was in the thumbnail.
1: It was a fake picture. Like, Barrett was like, okay, why well, are you smile. And I was trying, there it is. See, I was tr- I was jokingly smiling. Fake. That's not my real smile. And uh, so, could you guys tell, comment, comment if you guys could tell that that was a fake smile.
0: What's exciting about that picture, though, is we used it for, like, a presentation that we did at the church. And I don't know why I said church that way. But... I ended up using Marky through all of it for like the growth opportunity section. I just photoshopped her in there. So that picture has become known as emotional support Marky. It is. It's emotional support Marky. I have a t-shirt. With her face on it, doing that. Yeah. From Buddy and
1: Serena. Yeah. The one day I just came in with my hair in a ponytail, <laughs> my face got taken pictures of and put everywhere.
0: <laughs> it's, it's so great, though. Do you guys like emotional support, Marky? When you see her arrive, does it fill you with joy? Because it fills us with joy. I'm here. I'm here for you. <laughs> Buddy says, is emotional support, Marky, in a funk? In the picture. It looks like it, but... There's also pictures of you from that day like acting like a squirrel, because that was the direction I gave you. Yeah, like, <laughs> I uh, I
1: crouched down, like, like I, like, went, like, crouched down, and was, like, like doing weird, th- I laid on the floor, and was, like, <laughs> like, I did so many things. It was such weird pictures. It was all in front of a green screen, so
0: you can see my hair was green. So wait for that to appear more in the broadcast, guys. But as we are hopping in, Hannah Sittler says that she enjoys emotional support murky. Oh, Hannah. Hannah. As we're hopping in, we want to know, I'm just clapping, twice it's like okay now for real comment tell us who is on and watching so that way we know who we get to hang out and talk with today i know hannah's on kevin nowiki says let's see emotional support marquee again just for you kevin one more time the thumbnail thumbnail. there it is i just look like half enthused like (laughs) that's not real happy (laughs) no (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's not happy the more i look at it the better it is <laughs> <laughs> It just look like my eyes are just zoning out <laughs> today's gonna be a good day <laughs> william says he's here and he's watching so we've at least got
0: william hannah and kevin gangs all here guys all here. johnny says hello i know Buddy's on guys today we are talking about how to get out Of a funk, when
1: I started to say how to get out of a funk, but a a (laughs) when came out,
2: when to get out of a funk.
1: (laughs) That's not it. Oh boy,
0: it's gonna be a fun day with Melbourne. Yep, amen. Amen. So, have you guys ever felt that you're just in? weird mood like yes yes and it just like things just feel off and wonky and like stuff's not working and before you know it like you may have woken up fine but like by 10 o'clock it's yes "Hmm." Or maybe you just woke up that way and your face got stuck.
1: Yes. Well, I've woken up that way, the same day gone to bed that way, <laughs> had the whole day that way, had the next day that way.
0: <laughs> so it's it's decently easy to have this happen. And while we could talk a whole lot on like, how does this happen? The fact of the matter is, if you've been in a funk or if you find yourself in, like, one of those weird places where it's not, like... Stuff is just massively going wrong. It's just like I I can't seem to get happy or I can't seem to snap out of where I have been. Kevin is giving me like hand signals like a baseball like coach. I need to do something with my microphone <laughs> or I need to drape it around my neck like, like hangman. No <laughs> Kevin wants me to move my hair. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm not better Kevin. I love
2: you. <laughs> He just walked away and shook his head at me.
1: We love you. Oh, Kevin. Your, your hair. Your My your, hair was bad. but now it's, that side's hitting your hair from the other side. I have. <laughs> your hair's just going in the back. <laughs>
0: Hi, guys. Yay. Sorry for all the technical <clears throat> things. But anyway, so if you've ever found yourself in one of those places, you know, we could talk how it happens, but really what we need to do is know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So we, it's easy to find ourselves in those places, but regardless of how we got there, we need to know how to get out of it because the Lord does not want us at all to stay in a place of like we're just, things aren't getting better. He wants us to move and increase each and every single day. So put if you've ever experienced this put some hands up in the comments right now like yep i know what you're talking about or is it just marky
1: and i who have had you know attitudes and I, i feel like i feel like so often when i've been in that funk it feels like this isn't necessarily truth but it feels like everyone around me is great (laughs) everyone around me is so happy it's just me Mm -hmm. but that's not always the case usually not usually when you're going through something you're not the only one people around you are
2: too
0: yeah Well, I mean, I'll give you guys uh, an example right now as you guys are putting, you know, your hands up in the comments, or maybe it just really is me and Marky and we're just (laughs) going to hang out today. But like, for example, yesterday. Yesterday was fine. Like, it was a fine day yesterday, but I had a whole bunch that I had to do yesterday. Hannah Sittler, at least right now, it's the three of us. Us and Hannah, we love you. (laughs) But, you know, like yesterday I had this project that I needed to get done, and I devoted like a ton of time to it, and mental energy phys, like I, it was it was a time, and by the end of the day, I was just in this weird place of like my mind was tired like i couldn 't think it just I, I felt like i couldn 't think, and pastor had to tell me to stop doing what I was doing and just go home for the day, and I left the church. And just felt like so weird like I felt drained and also off my game and like just wiped and I felt that way for a little bit and Here's the thing, like we can find ourselves, maybe it's a work type deal, or it's, you know, relationships, like things just get a little bit weird, or we feel funky. The fact of the matter is, we can't stay in that place. God, like we're not called to stay in that place, we're called to be in intimacy with God. Pastor said this past week, you know, when we're pressed, basically paraphrasing it, when a believer, when we're pressed with pressure, what's supposed to come out of us is the fruit of the Spirit, and yet so often we'll find ourselves in that weird place of, uh, I mean, there, there really aren't words for it. It's just things aren't good. They're not terrible, but they're not good. Mm-hmm. And I needed to make a decision yesterday to seek the Lord and and do the steps that we're going to, you know, share with you today. But it ha- I had to choose to do it 1st
1: yeah, I've I've that's happened to me so many times, and often for me it's been like a it's been like a slow leak that progressively gets faster, and it's like a bomb goes off. But really, that what you want to do is you kind of want to nip it in the bud as soon as that process starts. Yeah,
0: yeah. So one of the things to do whenever you feel that that weirdness coming on is just take your mind. And put it on Christ. You know, in Philippians 4, 8, it tells us to think on things worthy of praise. And the quickest way to get out of feeling dumb is to start fixing our eyes on things that are worthy of praise. And taking our thoughts captive. You know, we've been talking a ton over the last like month or so about our thoughts and all these things. And when our thoughts are left uncontrolled, all of a sudden, it's like... You release a whole like crate of rabbits. You can't like they're just gone and they're just hopping everywhere. And all of a sudden, it just looks crazy. And getting them back inside is a task in and of itself. When our mind is uncontrolled, all of a sudden, it's it's wild, and it's difficult to rein it all in. Mhm.
2: Mhm. <laughs>
1: Johnny says he yes. Johnny put his hands up. He said he's he's had that felt that way too. Yeah.
0: And it's. I feel like it's a lot more common
1: than what people
0: realize. But here, here's basically what happened. So to finish my story from yesterday, you know, it was fine. I went to life group, the one where Marky slept through it. And, you know, life group was good. We hung out. We chatted. We talked. And I went home. And I just, like, I, I was just tired. So I went to bed. I woke up this morning, and it was prayer. Pastors mentioned on here before that I lead prayer in the mornings. So I come in. Six o'clock, there are people coming in, and I just felt off. Like the whole time. I was like, well, this is cool. Great. <laughs> Happy prayer, guys. It's like, great when you're
1: <laughs> leading and feeling like that.
0: <laughs> it was exciting. But here's the thing, put this in the comments. I cannot live based on my feelings. Yeah. I can't live based on how I feel. I can't live based on how I feel and make that yours today. I can't live based on feelings. I live based on the word. So right out of the gate this morning, when I came in, like George and I were here, um, early before anybody else got here. And I just hopped in like, or sometimes in the morning we'll chat and stuff. What I don't want to do is then spread any sort of weirdness onto other people. I don't need to go talk about all of my feelings with everyone. And Marky, you know, I've just felt so weird today. And I, here's all the reasons why I feel weird. And here's why I think (laughs) I feel weird. And let's talk about all like talking, like when you take it up to your leaders, that's one thing, but just talking and living in that feeling realm, that's not going to help. So I hopped in and prayed and Prayed in the spirit because I didn't have English words to really pray out. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray in the spirit for a long time. It's gonna be great." Buddy, Serena, Joni, Kevin—they all came in. There was no greeting to them. I was like, "I'm just praying because I needed. I didn't need to spread." junk onto them. I needed to get in the face of of the Lord and be like, Father, I don't know why I feel this way, but I need you. I need you. And that's what we need to do. The first things first, if ever we recognize that like, Our emotions, our thoughts are off base or they're weird. We've got to get in the face of the Lord. And put that in the comments. I've got to get in the face of the Lord. I have to. It's a vital thing. The key to get out of, you know, a funk is to get in the face of God. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. In his
1: presence, there's fullness of it. If we're in his presence, all that crap can't stay there. So something I've done a lot in those moments is I've started to feel my emotions getting funky, and I've started to pray, but I've started to like. That was an aggressive. That was very loud. So sorry. <laughs> and ding, um, I've started to pray, but I've started to like stressfully pray. Yeah. Like, not genuinely seeking God, but being like, God, I'm giving this to you right now. I'm approaching your throne right now. I'm receiving mercy and grace right now. And, and usually it's like, there's some, like, task I need to do. Like, like for you, you were saying you had prayer. you had to lead prayer. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, like, in the past, how I've handled it is like, okay, God, uh, I receive your help right now. I'm in faith right now. I receive it by faith. Thank you, Jesus. I receive I receive peace by faith. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm like, I still feel really bad. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not actually, like, praying. And like, I'm yeah. not actually giving it to the Lord. I'm like, I'm like stressfully trying to go through the motions yeah. and trying to like, okay, say this, say, I say, thank you, Lord. Say, um, I receive your grace. Yeah. I say, and it's like, I've gone through this list and, and so I'm going through the motions, but not actually. Not actually seeking God and actually giving it to Him. Yeah. How would you say if there's anybody else that's done that too? <laughs> give hands up if you have. <laughs> Has anyone else ever like stressfully prayed and like felt just as bad? Yeah. Um, what would you say is the difference between doing that and actually giving it to the Lord? Yeah. Well, the f-
0: what so going to what happened this morning? Like I came in, I didn't feel like I had a supply at all. Like. Nothing, And pastors talked about this before when he's ministered and he felt nothing. (laughs) Like he just, he felt flat and nothing. Like the Lord's like, okay, go pray for people. And he would. And he's like, well, hope that worked for them. Like, (laughs) I don't feel anything right now. And I like, I've totally done that. And this morning was one of those situations where, well, hope Buddy and Sarita came in feeling anointed today. (laughs) go team. <laughs> I feel nothing. So George literally started praying. He like, he kind of kicked it off and opened up. And literally as he's praying, I'm like, go George. That's great. I'm just going to sit here and pray in the spirit the whole time. But as I'm sitting there praying in the spirit for the first like 10 minutes, my brain is still going. Like my yeah. brain was just thinking on, okay, here's a thing that has to get done. Here's the thing that also has to get done. Here's what I need to stop doing. It was very similar of stop. thinking. This way, stop.
1: And stop being emotional. Stop being emotional.
0: Basically, and what you, what we've got to do in those moments, like where it's praying and it seems to just stress us out more, is we've just got to stop, just stop, just turn your brain off. And if it feels like you can't turn your brain off, then channel that thought process into something else. And that's what happened this morning. Like I had leading to do this, not just for me, but for everybody. But what I did. Is we have a series of different confessions that we do. And one of them that we have that we'll do often at 9 a.m. prayer here or 815, 815 prayer here at the church, is called Father You Are. And what we're doing is we are taking our focus off of ourselves and we're... Turning our focus to Him, because here's why prayer or those moments feel stressful is because we're looking at ourselves. Yeah. You know, we're looking at our own situation, we're looking at things that are happening to us, how we're feeling about it, what we're thinking about, instead of seeking the Father's face. Yeah. Like Kevin and Pastor were actually having a conversation like a couple months ago, and one of the things that Kevin said, in in my in Barrett paraphrase, is the reason we have so many questions is because we don't spend enough enough time in the face of the answer. So all those worries, all those pressures, all of those emotions, if we'll just stop it and get in the face of God and truly get in his face, all of that stuff is going to wash itself away. So this morning, what I did is I just started going through our confessions. You know, father, you are greater than the greatest. You're greater God. Your ways are greater. Your thoughts are greater. You're so much better, Lord, and you're higher than the highest you're bigger than the biggest and yeah. what that's doing is it's reminding me God's bigger than where I'm at right now yeah. God there's a higher realm that I need to operate in I don't belong down here I belong up here yeah. and it's like shift it, it's like honestly Before that, it's like you're in an airplane, but you're just on the runway, and you're just driving around, driving around, driving around. But when we shift our perspective off of ourselves and onto Him, it's like the airplane takes off. And all of a sudden, we're up in the air. And no longer are we bound by gravity. All of a sudden, we're in the air, and like the laws that once held us bound are gone. So if we will shift our perspective... TO HIM INSTEAD OF SELF, THAT'S THE FIRST KEY TO GETTING OUT OF THAT FUNK. STOP LOOKING AT OURSELVES AND START LOOKING AT HIM. YEAH.
1: AND EVEN IN WHAT YOU'RE DOING, LIKE WHEN I'VE PRAYED STRESSFULLY AND BEEN, HAD THIS LIST, THIS MENTAL CHECKLIST OF yeah. HOW DO I DO THIS RIGHT NOW? HOW DO I GET OUT OF THE FUNK? HOW DO I PROPERLY GIVE THIS TO THE LORD? I'M STILL LOOKING AT MYSELF Yeah, IN THAT. I'M LOOKING AT, I NEED TO DO THIS. I need to say this to the Lord, and I'm still looking at myself as the source. Yeah. What I love about those c- confessions, it, like they literally, like, oh, they make me so happy because whenever you start saying them, you start to feel this peace. Yeah. Because literally, like, what you're saying is you you get off of yourself. You stop yeah. thinking about yourself truly, and you start thinking about the Lord, and not in a checklist way. Yeah. Not in a God, you are great. God, you are, you're holy. God, you are amazing. And like, it's, you're not doing it as a checklist. Yeah. It's, it's when you truly start thinking about how good God is and it just kind of hits you like, oh, wow, yeah. he's so good. He's so big. Then your little checklist doesn't matter anymore because you realize, oh, God's helping me. Yeah.
0: Well, and here's, like, here's the thing. I'm, while we're talking, I'm looking at the numbers of who's on right now. Here's one of the things about when we're in, like, one of those weird moods or times where the flesh just seems to get louder. Your flesh won't want to do that. Like, your flesh won't want to stop thinking about it. It's one of the reasons that we're watching the numbers cut in half since we started the word. It's because a lot of the times, the flesh likes being pitied. like And pity, self-pity is a killer. It's a killer. It's a demonic killer. Killer. because here's the thing your flesh loves to be pitied loves it one of the things that happened yesterday is um, like as I was leaving the church and I said I just fell off my brain wanted to hang out in the realm of woe is Barry I spent XYZ amount of time today and it accumulated to nothing and all this crap and it was making my flesh feel better to pity myself but I've, I've been in the word enough to know, no, this is a dangerous spot to stay in. Stop it. And when we get firm with our flesh of no, you don't rule me. I rule you. All yeah. of a sudden, that's how God's grace can get in there. But we've got to get to the point where we do not allow our flesh to
1: have a say in what we do. Yeah, it's kind of like, how I think you've talked about a little bit before, like things that are kind of like become like our pet. Yeah. Like, like pity is one of those where, like you said, it is it is a killer. Yeah. But it's something where a lot of times it'll come and it's it's it doesn't come like, open the door and be like, hi, I'm here, and I am demonic, and I'm here to ruin you. It doesn't come like that. It comes little, and if you don't check it, it, yeah. kinda, it, it stays, and those, that mindset of, I'm going to pity myself. I worked so hard today. Yeah. Today was so hard, and I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go to bed, and then the next day you wake up, <sighs> yesterday was so hard. Yeah. I'm so tired right now. Yeah, I'm gonna do, and it just kind of, it kind of stays and it. it's small, but it, 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 just because it seems small doesn't mean it has a small impact. Right. I was talking to pastor about this exact thing the other day and, um, he was saying, don't play with pity. Yeah. It's not a game. No, it's serious. Yeah. Because it's a spiritual thing. It's serious.
0: Yeah, it is like there and I don't need to get into all of it, but there was a time where I was in prayer and the Lord showed me like where self-pity will lead you to. And it literally will lead you to the place where we numb ourselves to the point where we're no longer hearing from God anymore. Yeah. Like it literally will sear our conscience off because while the word says my sheep know, you know, the Lord's sheep know the Lord's voice. If we're more in tune with our voice than his, we won't hear his voice. So when the Lord's giving us those instructions of, okay, come up higher, it's time to praise, it's time to worship, that self-pity will get in there and all of a sudden it'll block the voice of God and it'll keep us trapped. You know, we were saying earlier how pastor has mentioned over the last couple of weeks that when we're pressed, what needs to come out of us is the fruit of the spirit. One of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. You can change self-control into discipline. Like, self-control is discipline. You can't be self-controlled without being disciplined. So right now, what we would encourage you to do is... Set right now as a standard in yourself that any time one of those emotional dark clouds tries to come in your mind, set a standard in the word of, I will not allow that thing to stay. I will allow the wind of, glo- of God to blow it away. I will not allow darkness to stay. I will allow the wind of God to blow it away. And that's what we need to realize is, All, you know, pastor said, quotes brother Hagen often, you know, we're not responsible for the birds that fly up overhead, but we're responsible if we let them nest in our hair, you know, get a shotgun, shoot those things down, like get those suckers out of the sky, like get them away, knock them out. Don't let them stay there. They may have free travel back and forth, but they don't need to live
1: in us. Yeah. And something that's helped me with it is to, to be honest with it and confront it. Yeah. Because um, there have been times where if I was being 100% honest, like you were saying, I didn't want to get out of the pity. Sure. I didn't want to. I, sure. I, I, I didn't want to have faith. Sure. I didn't want to even the flesh, and it's not me, I, it's really the flesh. Yeah. The f- my flesh didn't even want to look at God's goodness the, my flesh had gotten to the point where it was so carnally minded thinking so carnally that it, it, it couldn't receive from God at all I felt completely separated from God I I, I felt just like awful and, and but all of that will will it tried to make me think I can't get out of this yeah like it it, it tried to um, be in a way big in a way small but in a way big of I can't control this yeah it'll try to tell you you feel bad right now you feel far away from god and there's nothing you can do about it yeah i've tried to pray stressfully that didn't work (laughs) so there's i'm i'm kind of stuck here and then there's another part that's like and i don't want to get out i'm i'm fine i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lay down and this is just the way it is yeah and all of that is a lie it it You have control over your mind and you have control over your emotions. Yeah. Through the spirit. Through the spirit. The spirit can cut through all of that. You can't do it in your own strength, but the spirit can.
0: Yeah. And there's biblical evidence for this. I mean, you there are so many stories. You can read through like Acts, you can read through all the New Testament and Look, the disciples, the apostles, they were persecuted. Like, it shows us in the book of Acts that there was great persecution, not like Facebook persecution. <laughs> but there was, like, great persecution. So Paul and Silas, just as one example, in Acts chapter 16, you know, Paul and Silas, they were preaching and teaching. The People got mad that they were preaching and teaching Jesus. They got beaten. They were thrown in jail. It's not like they were like, oh, now off to jail. No, like they were beaten, beaten, and thrown into their jail cell. I feel like that could be a super good opportunity for your flesh to be like, well, we tried.
1: Yes, and be like, <laughs> the world hates me. I'm a Christian and they hate me. This is just persecution. This is the way it is. This is the worst. This is the worst. When I get to heaven, it'll be better. I can't wait for those jewels in my crown. (laughs) Oh, man. I know, they just hate me. That's (laughs)
0: the worst. What a crappy day. (laughs) I mean, this is probably what our flesh would be saying. We're just going to wait to go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well die. (laughs) Great.
2: (laughs) I'm laughing,
0: but it's so true. Like legitimately, you know, like you know that their flesh at some point was like, might as well finish the job outside, like, like you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I
1: thought honestly in my head, I'm like, eh, they didn't have a hard flesh. Like, <laughs> they were Apostle Paul didn't have to deal with his flesh. <laughs> he was he was so above that. But that's not the everyone had a flesh. Even Jesus had a flesh.
0: I wonder if the Apostle Paul was like, man they're weaker than I was, I would have killed me. Because <laughs> that's what his job was. He was the persecutor of the brethren. So regardless of what their flesh was thinking in the jail cell, their flesh has a voice. Yes. Like they had to deal with them with their flesh. But what did they do when they were in there? You know, they are beaten. They're thrown in jail. They're surrounded by other prisoners. Here's what another thought, I'm sure their flesh thought. Who do you think you are putting me in jail? I'm surrounded by murderers and thieves. All I was doing was talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the Bible. You mm-hmm. know, like their flesh totally could have gone in so many different directions. angry. Yeah, angry, pity, like whatever junk it is, like discouraged. Is this going to happen every time I go and preach the word of God? Like it could have gone in so many different ways. But what did they do? You know, it doesn't so much matter how we got to the pit. What matters is what do we do when we realize we're there? Whether somebody else put us in the pit or we got ourselves in the pit or whatever, what do we do when we find ourselves in there? It says that at Acts 16, verse 25, But about midnight, Paul and Silas, okay, they didn't even go to bed early. <laughs> They didn't go to bed because they were scared. We were talking about how Marky at six years old, that her parents got raptured, yeah. so she dealt with it by going to bed. I was like,
1: that that has has been my coping me- mechanism. I'm not, I'm not trying I to will, know, but I'll to do will. No, you're, it's true. Like when I was saying, like I said a minute ago, like you just kind of when that pity comes, you just kind of want to lay down. Sure. Like I have, I have mentally laid down. I have physically laid Same. down. I have wanted to just go to bed Same. and lay in bed and not get out. Like
0: your flesh, you think their flesh didn't think to themselves, well, I'm going to call it an early night. It's been a long night. <laughs> like, I don't have anything else to do in here. <laughs> For sure <laughs> they thought that. But at midnight, because they're, they're staying up late, but at about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. What did they do? They took their eyes off of the situation they were in, and they immediately switched it on him. They, they went to him. They started praising him. They started singing. They start, and you know it's not like, well... When we all get to when heaven, heaven, when
2: we all, <laughs> <that will> be...
0: <laughs> like they're not singing that way, <laughs> they're rejoicing. They're singing homs, homs, uh, they're Homes. singing homs. That's a new thing. They're singing homs, <laughs> <laughs> singing homs, hymns and psalms and all the things, you know, they're praising God and it says, and the prisoners were listening to them. They're singing to such a degree that other people are listening and not because it sounded awful like what we <laughs> We just, like, like, it wasn't Kevin grimacing in the corner of ladies, please stop it. I have to listen to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> they were listening because it was so contradictory to what everyone else was doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody else in that jail cell had likely given themselves. Hannah says, I love to sing homes. I tried not to laugh. I read her comment and was like,
1: <laughs> I try not to laugh. I love to sing homes. But, you know, Serena's acknowledging it, too. Steven (laughs) Holmes, It's a new thing, guys.
0: (laughs) But, you know, like, everybody else in that jail cell probably totally had given themselves to no hope, to discouragement. They likely just thought they were in there for as long as they had to be in there for, as long as their sentence was. But because Paul and Silas were so different, they took note of it. Like, have you ever seen jail videos? And I'm saying this like I have. I've watched movie versions of jail. (laughs)
1: Prison break? Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) Like, it's still a loud place. It's not like it's just silent. There's lots of yelling and things. Their yelling, like Paul and Silas is praising and yelling and singing, it stood out from everybody else's. Their sound stood out among the crowd because it was different. It was full of hope. Yeah. Our... Praise needs to be full of hope, otherwise it's not praise. Our prayer needs to be full of hope, otherwise it's not prayer. Like, we've got to have that inside of us, even if we don't feel it. When we start it, you know, commit your works and your thoughts will be established. If we'll do the right thing, our thoughts will end up lining up with the right thing. The Word tells us that. But we've got to choose, no matter what situation I'm in, I will do what I know is right, and I will not let the situation bind me I'll bind the situation with the authority Jesus has given me because whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. So if a demonic or an oppressive situation, a funk is trying to come on me, I'm going to bind it and it's no longer going to have authority over me.
1: Yeah, I think what you said about hope, I think that's really the key. When you start to get really discouraged and everything, it, it's it's grating away at your hope, and yeah. the, the things start to get between you and God, yeah. and you can't you can't see the hope that God has for you anymore. And I think that's really when the discouragement really comes. Yeah. And once you start to get that hope back again, it's like it's like a light. It's, yeah. It's just something starts happening. So if you don't have hope, and and honestly, for some people, and this was me. For some people, you may, you may have been in pity for so long that you don't even realize you're in it. It's, yeah. just, it's just a normal lifestyle for you. So one way to look at it is, do you have hope? Yeah. Do you have hope for That's your good. future? Do you have hope for specific circumstances that you yeah. might be thinking about? Is there hope? If there's not hope, then you're, you're in a pit. You're yeah. in a pit of pity, and the enemy has discouraged you and stolen that hope. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So not only were the prisoners listening to them, but here's what happened. When we put on encouragement, when we encourage ourselves in the Lord, as the word tells us to do, here's what happened. And suddenly there came a great earthquake. Like God not only heard them, he answered them. Like, it doesn't even say that they were saying, God, send an earthquake. God, we really need you to send an earthquake. Please send an earthquake. An earthquake would be great right now. We're stuck. Please send an earthquake. Send an. Like, they're not, like, rain manning their prayer right now. <laughs> In
1: Jesus' name, thank you for it. I received the earthquake. I received the earthquake. Thank you for the earthquake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. They, they weren't doing that. But the Lord answered and, and sent the earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken it was shaken and immediately all the doors were opened. See, here's why it's key to not stay in a weird mess of a situation emotionally or physically, but you know, emotionally, not let ourselves keep ourselves there. Because other people are dependent upon your freedom. They're dependent upon your freedom. Other people are dependent upon your freedom. Your freedom will lead to their freedom. But if we allow ourselves to stay bound and kept in discouragement, in a pit, in junk, then all of the people whose lives we are called to touch, we will never touch. We'll never touch them because we won't even be able to see that we should. Yeah. You know, the jailer, the jailer became like the leader of the church in Philippi, right? Right? I don't know. I think that that's like one of the theories around it. Like the jailer opened up a church. Because of Paul and Silas not allowing themselves to pity themselves, stay in that weird place. Because they yeah. praised this jailer and his whole family got saved.
1: Yeah.
0: All of them got saved because of two men putting on hope. Yeah. Putting on hope in the middle of a situation where it didn't feel like they should be in hope.
1: Yeah.
0: How much more should we be in hope? How much more should we be in hope? We're not beaten. You know, if you're watching us right now, you're not in jail. Good job. Like you, maybe you got beat up. I don't know, but you're not in jail. So at least like half of it, you're doing better than they were. We have so much reason to rejoice and to praise. We have so much more than what we have acknowledged. And thankfulness is the key to his presence. Mm -hmm. We've got to choose to do what the word says for us to do and only what the word says for us to do.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. If I'm being honest in those times, like in, in that story, when that happened, they, they, they were able to take freedom to other people. Yeah. If I'm being honest though, when I've really been in the pit, I haven't cared. Yeah. I haven't cared about bringing freedom to other people. When your flesh is, when you're really at that point, your flesh doesn't care. Your flesh is only thinking about yourself. Yeah. But that's not how God created us to be. So that actually makes us even more miserable. Yeah. God created us like him. He he loves to give. Yeah. He loves to help people. And when you're only thinking about yourself... And you're not like you're just like i i don't i don't really want to help anybody else because i got to fix myself first yeah. and you're just kind of thinking about yourself it it's not a happy place because no. you're designed to look like your father you're yeah. designed to give and there's a fulfillment that comes i bet you paul it, Paul and Silas had such a fulfillment after that because they, they were acting like God. Yeah. They were helping other people come to freedom. And we can't do that, obviously, unless we walk in freedom ourselves.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that's so key with all of this is allowing other people to speak in and encourage you. Not every person, but the right people. For example, going back to yesterday for me, like pastor called me and was like, you have taken weight on this issue. You need to stop it. And I didn't love that. Big shock. I I know he's going to watch this and be like, I know I didn't love it. And I didn't love it when I left the church. Didn't love it when I got to life group. And my flesh had feelings about what he said, but I knew he was right. But even so, like your flesh, it's not going to want to hear Any sort of of identifying with weight or pressure or feelings or anything like that, your flesh will try to be loud. But again, it goes back to what sort of self-control are we going to have? Are we going to have enough self-control to keep ourselves in pity or are we going to use that self-control to keep ourselves in freedom? Either way, we're using self-control. Because if you're born again, your spirit man's linked with him. So either we're giving self-control effort into our mind to stay in bondage or we're, giving our, our, um, we're putting self-control toward being able to step into freedom. It's either way. It's the same sort of mechanism, but what are we using it for? And so this morning, you know, Pastor Nicole ended up sending me a message this morning, like, how was your day yesterday? The flesh aspect of me didn't even want to, like, super talk because I had, like, funky feelings. How many times have you heard me on here saying, talk to your shepherds, you know, be submitted? I am like one of the biggest advocates of this that you're that you're going to find here because I've seen it. And yet even still, my corrupted flesh was saying, you don't need to do this. Yeah. But I've set triggers in my brain that anytime I feel that way, oh no, boy, howdy, we're going to talk even more now. Yeah. So she got an even longer message and was like, when she asked, How was your yesterday? I responded back. I'm like, It was kind of a dumpster fire. Like, <laughs> it was really special. <laughs> and I gave her the long, like, the longer, here's what happened. Pastor said this. He was totally right. And, you know, this is what I'm doing to step out of it. But by that point, because because... Because in prayer I had shifted my perspective, the bondage of like just feeling like crap had broken off. Like halfway through going through the father, you are thing. It shifted for me and it was done. Like I wasn't thinking about the problem, the weight of the problem, the, the, any of that stuff, it had just broken and I was in the face of God. And when I left prayer, it was a totally different ball game than how I'd gotten into prayer, but it came because not me, because I allowed the Lord through me to do what the word told me to do. And when I set myself to know, I'm going to be disciplined. I will praise my father. I will not allow my brain to sh- to think on things unworthy of praise. I will train my brain into thinking on things worthy of praise. Any sort of bondage or any sort of pressure or weight broke off because it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Mm-hmm. The anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. Yeah. The anointing destroys The yoke of bondage, it destroys any bit of funkiness. So if you want it off, you've got to have the anointing. How do you get into the anointing? You seek the face of God. How do you seek the face of God? By putting your flesh down during those times when your flesh says, you don't need to do this. Do it harder. Do it twice as much. Go deeper. Go further. Go more than you've ever gone before. Get in his presence and don't let there be any other option for yourself. Get with your Lord. Get with God and the anointing will destroy that yoke, but you've got to be willing to do it. And so if you're in that time, Like you're saying where you don't want to don't even give yourself the option not to receive with humility The word saying you need to stop this. You need to do this. You need to be here You don't need to be here your shepherds anointed to do that You have leaders that God's called in your life who can see you know the other day I'd sent Marky was at the church at like 7 or something. I'm like hi go home Like I sent her a message. I'm like hi. That's great that you're doing this go home (laughs) 7 p.m. Yeah, not in the morning (laughs) She sent me a picture and she's like, look at, look at this thing. I'm like, that's great. I'm so pleased with you. Go home, go home because I wanted her to rest. She in the, like in that bubble, like she was just going hard and working just like I was yesterday when pastor was like, stop it. I gently was like, hi, Marky. I love you. Stop it Mm -hmm. because I want the best for her. And in that moment, I could see a little bit further just right there in that moment. And because she was humble, she heard it, and she's like, okay, I'm going home. Yeah. And she got to rest more. Mm-hmm. But that's part of just being humble and hearing. If you weren't humble, you would have just stayed, and then your whole Saturday would have just been, you know, you sleeping until 3 p.m. Mm-hmm.
1: That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. And what's really cool, though, is you don't have to wait for that. Like, I, for sure. I know, I mean, you can confirm, but... I honestly can sense the anointing even now. Yeah. So even now, you know, if you are watching right now, you don't have to wait until Sunday. Yeah. You don't have to wait until later. Like that, the anointing's here. The anointing yeah. can break it now. You just have to want that. Yeah. Um, you ha- even if your flesh is like, I don't want that. I want to <laughs> stay in the pity. Your spirit is the one that your spirit can override that. Your yeah. spir- you are your spirit. Yeah, I am my spirit I'm not my flesh so your spirit even with your flesh saying I want to stay in the pity can override that and make the decision Yeah. of nope I want freedom and yep. even if it doesn't feel like I want freedom I'm making the decision for freedom and it's going to happen yeah why don't you pray with them
2: <laughs> I knew you
1: were going to say that I was like outing myself I was like I can sense the anointing and I, and I knew you were going to be like oh <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, it's good to put the flesh down. Even, even when you, you don't want to. Amen. But, no, for real. Though, I, 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 I do sense the anointing, and I want to pray for you guys. Yeah. This is something, and I know you can, I, I think for you too, this is something that I've dealt with a lot. Yeah. Even recently, I've had moments of it. Yeah, for sure. So, this is something that it's really on my heart, and I would really love to pray for you guys if you'll pray with me. Yeah. So, let's just pray right now. Some ya If you can have your prayer language, you pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit with us. Lord, thank you for your anointing. Yeah, thank you, God. Thank you for your freedom. Thank you, Father. Thank you. You don't want us to live in the pit. Yeah, thank you, You God. want us to walk in freedom, you. and you have hope for your people. Yeah. Even today, let the spirit of hope be released yeah. right now into, into the people, into yeah. their homes, wherever they are. Let hope flow. God, right yeah, now open our eyes to the hope open our eyes to the calling that you have for thank us let everything everything that has tried to get in front of hope that has tried to destroy us and discourage us let it be broken now in the name of Jesus it is not bigger than you God you are bigger you are stronger and your anointing is here to break the yoke and we break it now in the name of Jesus we claim freedom we receive your freedom we receive your hope right now in the name of Jesus
0: Thank you, Father. Lord, every viewer, in the name of Jesus, any sort of dark cloud that may have tried to attach itself to their life, to their family, to their property, or to their job, in the name of Jesus, winds of God blow the dark cloud away and let the light of God shine in their homes, shine at their jobs, shine in their family. Lord, reveal any hidden darkness, bring it to the surface, and in the name of Jesus, with joy, we draw from the wells of salvation. With joy, we draw from the wells of salvation. We are drawers of the salvation that you provided for us, Jesus. You save us. You redeem us. You fill us. God, you are our God and you've made us your people. Lord, your eyes are always toward us. You never turn your eyes away from us. And Father, we thank you. We thank you that in you, we have the fullness of life and life in abundance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, yesterday morning, just one final thought. Yesterday morning during prayer, one of the things that the Lord um, ended up praying out was in Psalms, you can read about God and how big he is. You can literally read in Psalms, and it says that God, the breath of God through his nostrils, I think it is like destroys armies. Like I, that's my paraphrase. I'll find the exact verse on it. But I read that and the Lord yesterday was praying out. I'm so big that all I literally need to do is snort and all of your enemies are destroyed. All of your enemies are destroyed when God breathes through his nostrils. Like he's that big of a God that all he's got to do is, and then they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. Just as soon as he breathes. That's how big your God is. All he's got to do is breathe and things are destroyed and gone. All he's got to do is breathe. That's how powerful he is. He's that big. So the bigness of any oppression that was trying to be on you, if it tries to talk to you again or come back, remind any sort of darkness or self-pity or oppression or feelings, remind them of how big your God is. Remind them of my God's bigger than you. My God is more powerful than you. My God is stronger than you are. My God has anointed me. My God is my answer. And I'm not going to tolerate this sort of attack in my life anymore. (laughs) Buddy is putting in the nostril emoji. I know. And Hannah says it's my new favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, if you receive today, put a hands up in the comment. Or yeah. put, like, put like a fire emoji. Get, go, get all crazy. Or fire. the snort one. You or know, snort. If way. you receive today, put <laughs> the, the, the,
0: that emoji. Because that's literally how big God is. He just has to breathe through his nostrils and enemies are knocked out. He's yeah. like, how cool is God? He's that good. If you want to sow today. You are able to do that. We open that up to you. This broadcast is free. Each and every single weekday, we sow it into you because God believes in you. He believes in you. He wants you free. He wants you healed. He wants you whole. He wants you to be full of his power, his anointing, and his glory. He's that big. And I love Hannah Sittler is doing the nostril one fire hands up. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. I so was Rachel Rachel did it and then the last one like just, <laughs> it makes me so great
1: yeah And what's awesome about today if you're sewing you're yeah. sewing into lives being changed yeah and as you sew into that God God will bless you God when you sew into the gospel that's that's a big deal you know I mean, and you're, and you're not just sewing into the nailed it or failed it like you're, you're sewing into something supernatural yeah. happening in this broadcast and God will God will bless you for that, if you feel led to
0: give. Yeah. And so if you do feel led to give, go ahead. And we have a whole bunch of different options, you know, Bitcoin, Venmo, PayPal, hashtag donate on Facebook. Um, One of the easiest ways to give is to go to GiveWW.org, and you can give on there. It's a really easy way to do that. But regardless of how you're giving, all we ask is that you be obedient. That's all we ask. Be obedient to what the Lord says. Allow the Lord to move through you, flow through you. Because here's what's awesome with God. God literally is looking for any legal spiritual loophole to get his goodness to you. He looks for any nook and cranny to shove like the goodness of God into your life. And when we (laughs) sow, Johnny's doing it. Johnny (laughs) sent the emoji with the nostrils. When we sow... We are literally opening up a wide door for God to then sow back, like to give us the harvest off of our seed. So he doesn't have to shove it through a, a crack or like a, a little tiny opening. No, when we sow, we're opening the door wide up and saying, God, I will invest my seed in you. And he's like, <laughs> you don't even, even know how much is coming back to you. And all of a sudden it's harvest time, harvest time, harvest time, harvest time. The word over this year for this ministry here at Boomerang and through What's Right and if you're watching and you sow today, then you're partnering with that word and it becomes yours. The word over this ministry has been. This is our year of increase and it can be your year of increase too. God wants you to increase emotionally, spiritually, financially. This is part of the increase, not just getting you emotional freedom, getting you financial freedom. This is one of the ways that he does this. So if you want to partner with the ministry today, you are able to do that through our variety of options and bless the seed.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for every (laughs) gift. Thank you for every giver. And, Lord, I ask you... Free to bless them abundantly. Let yeah. every gift thank you, be blessed abundantly, running over yeah. with your goodness. Let their finances be anointing, you, just Father. like the anointing has been here today. Lord, let that, as they sow, let that go into their finances. Yeah, you, even the decisions that they make financially are anointed, that yeah. they hear your voice. They know when to sow. They know how much to sow. They know how yeah. to make financial decisions that will bless them. So Lord, I ask for you to impart into them wisdom today, wisdom in all areas of finances where they would make decisions and say, wow, I wasn't expecting to get that return. I wasn't even expecting that. And God just blessed me. God poured out on my finances. Lord, bless your people today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being on with us today. Thanks for being. Thank here. you. I enjoyed it. I always like being on with you. I, love you. I love you. And now
0: we are going to hop on over to Buddy. Buddy's going to wrap up the whole thing. But if you want to watch more content that will lead you into freedom, click on one of the cards that you'll see in the replay. If you're watching live, you can go to our channel and go through all of the playlists, all the previous videos. They're awesome and they're free resources for you to enjoy sure that you walk in more and more freedom that being said we love you we're gonna see you back next monday same time same place buddy good sir
2: okay well
1: thank you for joining us today uh this has been a powerful broadcast if it ministered to you make sure you like and share this broadcast spread the word get the word out but guys we want to thank you so much uh we love you guys a ton And uh, we hope you have an awesome weekend. And we'll see you Monday at 11.30 for Lunch Plus. Love you guys. (laughs)
2: Let it ever know, then, oh, let it ever Let it ever know, then, oh, let it ever know. Then it ever know, then, oh, let it ever know. Then it ever know, then, oh, let it ever know. Then Never heard that, and I never 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 I'm gonna go to bed. i gonna go to bed. i gonna go to bed. I'm